Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Anime Triad. Welcome back. Our next few movies we're going to watch are going to be actually Pokemon movies. We started today's episode with Pokemon, the first movie. We're going to do the first four, and then we'll take a break with some other movies, and we're going to kind of do them in chunks. We're going to start with Sean today about his thoughts on Pokemon, the first movie. Yeah, so just a small little backstory. I I watched Pokemon, you know, the first region or the first generation first 150 when i was a kid and after the after that finished up i kind of stopped watching them i mean i somewhat followed it i knew what was going on um like i know some of the characters and whatnot but i'm not like a diehard pokemon fan like some other people but i still appreciate it um and it's nice to kind of get different perspectives but i I thought it was a great movie I, i remember going to see this in the movie theater getting that archaic mew pokemon card when you go to the movie theater and whatnot, I remember Burger King had all the Pokeballs with the little gold, like hard metal little yep. plates. Yeah, the plates inside. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of hype for this movie. I mean, it was really it was really crazy. So it does have a lot of nostalgia for um, those reasons. I mean, it's a simple story. It's, you know, Pokemon's created, wasn't born. It's having an identity crisis. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's an old trope that we've seen in other movies. Um, it's easy to follow along with easy to digest. I have to remind myself though, as I was watching this movie, that this is definitely targeted towards a slightly younger audience than some of the other movies we've been watching the Dragon Ball Z's, the Naruto's, my heroes and whatnot. Um, and so my gut response to when I hear exposition, that is just, overtly blatant i have to remind myself okay this is this is for like a seven-year-old like a seven-year-old needs to digest this whereas seven-year-olds kind of are watching dragon ball z but it's a little bit more of a mature audience so other than that like i thought it was a good movie um youtube's cool it's nice to see a different type of pokemon the introduction of mew is really popular uh the music i thought was great except for that one song where they actually sing lyrics um brother my brother i think it's a little hokey the one during the big fight scene yeah Yeah, a little hokey but that's okay it's a little misplaced honestly yeah just i mean everything else is orchestrated and it's like emotional and you feel the the you know the presence of that music but that that song's a little hokey yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with it i I think they they you know they started out of the gate strong um it's it's hard to place a grade on it because it's the first one. But if I had to, if I had to place a grade on it, I'd say it's an A for me. Um, a lot of cool characters, some forgettable characters. Team Rocket's in there. Pretty, like I said, pretty digestible themes, pretty digestible plot. Yeah, I'd say it's an A for me. Don't really have a lot more to say about it. Yeah. So some interesting things. 
This came out in 1998. Okay, Pokemon hits the U.S. in 95. U.S. goes crazy. Pokemon, 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 video games, trading cards. And we're seeing a resurgence again as they're reprinting cards right now. And it's funny, there's another movie that released in 1998 that this movie beat in the box office. Mulan. Oh. <laughs> Pokemon the movie beat out Mulan. Okay. One of the, you know, it's a, and Mulan is a, at the time, not one of the great Disney movies at the time, but over the years, people have really come to really love Mulan. It's one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah. Great story, but we're not talking about Mulan, we're talking about Pokemon the movie. <laughs> to me, this movie, it's, it's impactful with the message it sends. It's a, like Sean said, it's a great message story. That they present. I do think it. I think it's an A movie. When you think about 1998. What people were doing. This is a really. Well put together film. And like Sean said. It's aimed for a younger audience. Which is fine. But that message transcends. The intended audience. I will say, though, I thought it was interesting that we spent all this time getting to this message, and then all, all of a sudden, Mewtwo's like, nah, no one's going to remember the message anyway. Memory wiped. <laughs> like, we got this message, but it's one of those things where you're at home, you get the message. And that thing, there's a lot of impact to that. And I feel like Pokemon, the show... Is all you know, it's all about that teamwork and friendship camaraderie, and that's a big thing. Ash, as dumb as he is, as he's written, he he has those qualifications, those qualities that were really pushed in the show. I think it's an A movie. The music is great. I'm gonna take apart the 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 soundtrack. The orchestration is really well done, fits everything superbly. The later movies, the soundtrack is way better. This is not bad, but they get better than this, in my opinion. Um, it's got that nineties soundtrack. Which what was it? I, I have some notes about the soundtrack. I, I, Good. I figured you would. One other thing I thought was interesting. So in in Japanese, we didn't get. I don't know if it's it's not of a good translation or if they. Uh, well, no, they said it was a. Uh, the producers made this change on purpose. They portrayed Mewtwo in a better light in Japanese. In Japanese, Mewtwo was not saying "I'm owning, I owning this world." His men, his mentality was "I'm earning my place by doing this these actions. I have to earn my place," and that's what it was. In an interview later, the producers actually said they regretted going with the more negative light because. It's hard, I think, when you're older and Mewtwo's doing all this stuff and all of a sudden we just forgive him. <laughs> you also don't remember anything in the show. They don't remember anything in the movie. So it doesn't really matter. So it's one of those uh, situations where uh, we had a different translation. So that was interesting. But overall, it's an A movie. It doesn't give us as much to work with. If you take out all the extra stuff, it's just a little long episode of Pokemon. Right? True. 
All the stuff, like, it's just a little longer episode. We don't mm. have, there's no character development because we already know the characters. Right. The plot develops great. Mewtwo develops great. Seeing Mew and his interaction, you know, him insulting Mew, but it's like, it's like you're talking to some child who doesn't know what you're saying. It's like. like doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. I think what you were saying, Ben, where they regretted doing a different version or a different message in the American one. I could see why they would do it though. I think for a younger audience, good versus evil is a lot more easy to digest. Yes. I think, I think for whatever the Japanese did uh, is a little more mature. And I feel like I don't know the answer if this is true or not, but I just get a sense that the audience in Japan is the aggregate of the ages is a little higher. And so they can understand a message like that or a tone like that. I just don't feel like when Pokemon first came out, I mean, every, but the only people that watched it were like seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year olds. And so that's just an easier message. Oh, he's bad because X, Y, and Z. He's trying to take over the world as opposed to he's trying to earn his place in the world because he needs to know where he belongs. And uh, now what I'll say on that is that I've often found Japanese written storylines have more complex. Like this is just more common over here. It's everyone wants to write. It's, it's just a bad guy. Bad guys do bad things. They get beat by good guys. But I often find in anime or PGs like JRPGs, the villains are always very layered. So I feel like that might've had something to do with that decision. But the age thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. A couple more things. So, I didn't mention this earlier. This is actually the first anime film I ever watched. Okay. Because uh, I hadn't watched the DBZ movies yet. It's 98. And so, we're just really kind of getting it, you know, in America. So, I didn't really check out the movies until later. But this is technically the first anime movie I watched. I went to Tinseltown. And... I had my my jumbo coke and my Reese's pieces and boom, went down. It was good, good time. I think that's the same for me too. I yeah, think this man. was the first one I watched too. Um, so interesting. The clones in the movie. So I always have an interesting take about clones. Period. If you've ever broken a bone, okay, and you have a cast on, it heals. It heals stronger. But what happens to the muscles? You don't really have the control. Like I broke when I broke my arm in sixth grade, I didn't have that like the elbow flexion, like the flexion there. It was like I didn't have control over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the clones are stronger. But I always have a funny thing about clones where I'm like, these these clones may be stronger, but like they don't know how to move. They don't have like like just because your brain like I can tell my arm what to do. But that doesn't mean I have control, full control of that of that muscle. Even after like three months of being in that cast. In, and I was already like 13 or 14 years old. So I always find the the clone thing an interesting, interesting take. Because muscles have to be worked. They don't just start working. Like they have to, ha- there's mind-muscle connection has to be established. So that's true. 
And I know it's 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 I'm overthinking the kids part of the movie, but it's just something I always <laughs> think about with clones. I'm like, can we stop using clone? Well, we you know, we we do stop using clones. Star Wars did it great. They trained clones that were like hybrids that like age pro- uh, like faster. Anyway, that that was just something a little silly. Uh, a for me, a lot of nostalgia behind this film. And I'm gonna be honest, my grade is probably based on nostalgia more than actual good movie but it's definitely no less than a b but i'm gonna go i'm gonna go a i'm gonna give it an a because i'm gonna follow my heart uh, i think that's the the thing we should take away is to follow your heart yeah <laughs> well I, I am going to start with the things i'm gonna forgive right uh this movie came out in 98 so i forgive the bad animation uh, I forgive the, you know, somewhat mediocre dub. I I forgive... Like, there were a few times where there was a Pokemon and it was called the wrong name. And that was like... I have to forgive it because I have to remember this 1990. You know, they, they just... Who knows? Ben, what's up? Sorry, I, I actually I actually had a thought upon that. So in the movie, when, when Jesse and James are like, who's that Pokemon? It, you know, it's a callback to the, the episode break, right? Right. I'm wondering if they did it on purpose so that the kids in the movie theaters would be like, no, that's Scyther, not Alakazam. Yes. Like, I, I kind of like, oh. I wonder if like those moments they did on purpose. Now, the one where the guy's like, this is Pidgeotto and it's clearly Pidgeot, I think that's yeah. that's just a mistake there. But I, yeah. I actually think like they just kind of messed the, up. I think the some other of one these, is a Sand True instead of Sand Slash. Yeah, and I'm wondering if they did that to kind of like make it more interactive and kids are like, no, that's the thing. And they're talking about it and stuff. It's very possible. I, I don't have it's evidence, possible. but I, I did think. So go ahead, Mike. That, that is that is a good that that's a good point. Maybe they did do that the the mistaking Scyther for Alakazam. That one that one I can give that to. That's that's interesting for sure. Um so the, those are the things I have to forgive Um the things that I love. Messenger Dragonite Super dope. Yep. Okay, quotes. Even though this is a kid's movie, there are some prolific lines in here. Like, it's like, you know, the part where the Meowths are talking, and Meowth, yeah, we share a lot, don't we? Same moon, the same sky, the same stars. Maybe if we spent more time thinking about what we share instead of what's different, we'd get along better. And it's like, don't some people need to hear that? Especially (laughs) today. Especially today. Yeah, like, I mean, that's just a good message. And then Mewtwo says, you know, he, he it is not the circumstances of one's birth that the, that determine, I, I forget the whole quote, uh, but the, but what you do with the life you're getting. And I'm just like, ain't that the truth, Mewtwo? That's the Why message. Why don't you go ahead and tell them? Yeah, that's the message. And, and it's just like, it's what you do with the life you're getting. Basically, Mewtwo just taught all the kids how not to be racist. It's it's interesting. Pokemon, since it was such a storm across the United States, it was stuff that every kid could bond over. 
Mm-hmm. All the kids, you brought your Game Boys to school, not during school, but like after school, you're trading and you're battling. Like it was something, no matter what social economic class you were, you bonded over trading cards. You're trading cards, collecting figures, buying little plushes, watching the show, talking about the show, talking about this movie and future movies. It transcended just being a show. It was a, it's a phenomenon. Yeah. Was a phenomenon. Uh, Still going strong. They're still making stuff. Sorry. So much so that actually transitions well into this is how much of a phenomenon this was. These are the people that sang the songs on the soundtrack. So the the if you're not from the 90s you might not remember these people but if you are if you're not just know these people are important uh the theme was sung by billy crawford um the next song is m2m we got uh ashley ballard featuring so plush we got we're a miracle was sang by christina aguilera uh we got britney spears we got nsync we got bewitched we got Emma Bunton, we got 98 Degrees, Manda, Vitamin C, Billy Piper, Angela Via. Like, all of these, these are some like, oh, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter's on here too. Primo 90s music superstars. Like, and, and Midnight in, Suns. In 2000s. Like, it, yeah. The, these are all like... These are the top billboard artists of the time on the soundtrack of this Pokemon movie. This was an important movie. So real talk, I mean, judging based on that, for me, man, this is a S. And I don't know if I say that as a Pokemon fan. I don't know if I'm forgiving too much. I really do try to consider, man, this movie is from 1998. Um, but at the same time, when I really think about it, I don't have any real problems with this movie. I mean, it was a good villain. You know, the, the had a clear motive. We saw cool battling, which we like to see. I, I just, I didn't see it. There, was, there wasn't anything that bothered me about this movie. Even now, like, even I'm, I'm 30 years old, and I'm still watching this movie like, yeah, dope movie. So, I'm gonna give it an S. And uh, I don't know if that'll change as we continue to watch the rest of the Pokemon movies, whether whether as they continue to get better, or maybe they don't. Some of them might not rack up. That may affect the grade of this one. But for now, for just for this particular thing, I agree with y'all that it's, it's definitely an A movie. I feel I want to put it on an F, but one way or the other, it's a top-notch movie. And I'd, I'd say watch it because it's fun. But also remember, it's a kid's movie.